the pro wrestling shoot listeners it is i conrad cushman from everything pro wrestling here to let you know that everything pro wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans and you guys can catch us on youtube where we record all of our podcast episodes live where we get fan interaction fan feedback, and get your thoughts on everything happening in the pro wrestling world. So do us a favor. Join us on Wednesdays after AEW Dynamite at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us in the live stream. Come on in and leave your thoughts about AEW Dynamite. We also do pay-per-view reviews for all of your favorite companies, whether it's WWE, NXT, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor. Sometimes we even pop up with a local indie review. Just make sure you're subscribed to Everything Pro Wrestling on YouTube. And if you want to listen to us on the go and you want to just listen to the audio versions, we are also featured on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, let's get back to listening to Jesse and the Pro Wrestling Shoot. How's it going, guys? This is Jaden the Unbelievable, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Christopher Daniels, National Treasure, Inspiration Children Everywhere, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Shoot. Hey, it's Warhorse, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot Podcast. So sit down, shut up, clean out your ears, listen up, otherwise Warhorse is going to rule your ass. This is Charlie Haas, and I'm talking to you at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. If you don't pay attention to this podcast, then you know what? You guys can go yourself. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is your host, Jesse Carter. It's about to get exciting. How long is this going to last? Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I'm Jesse Carter. Joining with me as always, Michael Martinez and James Pinard Jr. What the fuck's going on, Michael? Uh, chilling, man. Trying to get over this hot-ass weather, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's almost done. I'm hoping I, to I, God, bro. I, to yeah, God. dude. So it's so this is the last week in the hundreds where we are from, I'm, I'm hoping, unless we get some like record-breaking fucking <laughs> September heat Actually, wave. Actually, Sunday, or yesterday felt... Or Sunday, I should say. Felt really fucking good. Really yeah, good. Yeah, Sunday and, and Saturday. Saturday was nice, too. Uh, yeah, Saturday, like only, yeah, Saturday was kind of It nice. only got up to, like, 82 or something like that. Oh, really? So I didn't really go outside yeah, Saturday, so. to be honest with you. Yeah, it only got to, like, 82, so it was fucking awesome. I was outside, like, I one it. time, and that was it, because I had to go do a, a football draft on Saturday. Oh, yeah, you guys are doing the fantasy football thing now, yes, right? Yes, sir, I got... I got three down, one more to go. <laughs> Dude, speaking of football, like I made my wife watch that Manti Teo documentary. Did you ever catch that? Uh, no, I didn't. I saw it, but I started watching something else. <laughs> <laughs> Would you start watching? Uh, that one show on Netflix called, or the one movie called uh, Me Time with Kevin Hart oh. and Mark Wahlberg. Yes, I watched it too. Did you finish oh, yeah, it? Yeah, so funny, dude. Kevin dude, Hart is great. fucking like- hilarious. Dude, I love Mark Wahlberg yeah. too, man. Like, I'm actually a fan of him in these like ridiculous, over the top comedies. Yeah, 
It was a, it was that, a good that, point. Yeah, that character he played in that one was perfect for them. I'm glad. Yeah, I I actually caught that one this week too, um, with my daughter because my my daughter turned 18 and she lives in Seattle. Oh, okay. So uh, we got to celebrate her 18th birthday. Uh, it was pretty badass, man. Like we went all out, got this really fancy cake made for her, got her some gifts. A whole bunch of people showed up. It was pretty cool. Oh yeah. And and then uh yeah the next uh, so yeah the next day we were just chilling, which was Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh we watched Me Time, and then we watched. Dude, I actually watched a lot of shit this week. Actually, come <laughs> to think about it, I we actually the, did too. To be honest with you, I watched uh, Me Time. I watched a movie on Netflix called The Forest about oh, the I didn't see suicide forest. Really? Yeah, uh, it's a it's a movie. New movie? Yeah, uh, it's, it, it was it was okay. I was expecting a little more, but it was pretty good. Oh, um, okay. It's about All this right. girl, her twin sister goes missing in the suicide forest, and she goes looking for her. And there's a plot twist at the end, so it was pretty good. I love me some plot twists. Yeah. Uh, what else Dude. did I watch? Did you check out Black Phone yet? No, I have not. I have not. I oh, need dude, to. I, I need to. I watched that again this week, uh, this weekend. It was really good. Dude, I love that movie. Like, I don't know why <laughs> it got so much, uh, I don't know, bad, bad uh, ratings on it. But what else did I watch? I, Shit. I guess it didn't get bad ratings on it, but there was a lot of, I, I've seen some negative reviews for it. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I did watch the new Game of Thrones episode two, too, so. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I have. I am Dragon. not the person to talk to you about Game of Thrones. I have never even watched oh, Game man, of Thrones. Oh man, you're missing out. It's so, such a good show. I just, you know, this is just too much dicks for me in the first couple <laughs> of episodes of that, and I was just out. You know, <laughs> fair like, enough. I, I just, fair enough. <laughs> I, I was like, all right, well, there is an abundance of dick in this fucking <laughs> show. So I think, you know, as badass as it seems, I'm out. <laughs> so, uh, what else did I watch? I watched something else, and I can't remember now. I watched one more thing and I can't remember. It must have not been that important. I caught up on some football on Friday. I watched the Raider game on Friday. Uh, I, I'm slacking, dude. I haven't watched any preseason this year. I knew that uh, Seahawks were gonna shit the bed, so I'm just <laughs> like, I, I'm just not with it. You know, now we've we've named uh, Geno Smith as our QB one. Fucking bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> like. Yeah, Seahawks are not going to do anything this year. This is going to be actually for the next few years if we keep this up. This is this is definitely a rebuilding phase after the Legion of Boom. Yeah, pretty much all gone. Uh, then Russell's. I'm gone. excited to see that first game against Russell though. Oh, they're going to smash on the Seahawks, bro. <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah. I just want to see Russell get sacked now. You know what I mean? Because he was like, he was saying like, I love Russell Wilson, and I'm not one of those fans that's like super you know, hateful towards his decisions to leave Seahawks. But he has been on on social media running his mouth about, like, I chose the better team and blah, blah, blah. Like, motherfucker, when you were with us and we had defense, you were still getting sacked. Uh, Like, our offense. Like, when we had an offensive line, you were still, like, holding on to this fucking ball. He holds on to it for way too long, too. Way too long, bro. Like, I love Russell Wilson. Like, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks, but let's – fucking you know call it call it as we see it like russell wilson would be playing games sometimes i went i took uh my daughter to see the minions movie i was the new one not ex- yeah not excited about it isn't like, it on I was, a streaming app or no i don't know i don't I know could be wrong who knows so, i wanted to go see the invitation right pg-13 uh it's kind of kind of like a horror movie um 
I don't know if it's going to be that good or not, but that that was the one that caught my eye, and mm-hmm. uh, I know that she likes watching horror movies, so I, was, I figured, all right, cool, I finally have somebody to go and watch a horror movie with. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, you know, maybe I better let her pick it, you know, since she's here for her birthday weekend. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I let her pick it, and she fucking picked the minions, and I was like, "Oh, great!" So we, <laughs> so we went, so we went, we watched the minions. I heard it was pretty um, good, though. It was, it was pretty good. It was short as fuck, though, dude. I, I feel like we were in and out of that movie theater in like an hour and fifteen minutes. Huh. It was really, really short, but I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, I, I ended up watching the first episode of Mike. Have you seen that on Hulu? No, Mike Tyson's. No, uh, I want to watch that too. I've been watching uh, She-Hulk. So I tried to catch the first episode last night, and I was a bit distracted. So I didn't get to fully see what was going on with that. Dude, that show is so fucking hilarious. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's funny as fuck, dude. (laughs) Okay. I will will re-watch that first episode because I really can't talk about it. Um, I did watch it all the way through, but it was like I I just wasn't paying attention. They're really short episodes, too, to be honest with you. Yeah, they're like thirty minutes or something. Well, that, like that. and I minutes, think the, thirty minutes. The second, yeah, the first one I think is like a legit thirty minutes, and I think the second one's like twenty. And okay, the fucking okay. end credits are like ten minutes for some damn reason. Damn. Well, I since you like the documentary shit, like I definitely recommend checking out that Untold series that they've been releasing. Like they have the the Untold, you know, obviously the my girlfriend doesn't exist or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the Manti Teo, but that's a two episode and that one's a long one, but it's really good. And then they have uh, a bunch of one episode ones. They have one that has the ant. It's it's a story about and one. Do you remember and one yeah. back in street ball days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's pretty good. And I think that that one is actually from 2021. Maybe it is 2022. I don't know, but they got some old untolds on there as well. Mm. Now that Netflix has gotten the rights to that. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fucking good, dude. I I definitely recommend it. Oh yeah, I love documentaries. My DoorDasher just fucking set my food outside my door. <laughs> so I don't know if everybody's hearing my phone buzz off on my table, but that's what it is. I am starving. Um, <laughs> so yeah, dude. They got uh, Malice at the Palace. They got the Oh, I saw one. that dude, one. I, I saw the uh, the um, Detroit one. That one's fucking yeah. nuts, bro. So yeah, nuts. Malice at the Palace. Yeah. yeah so. Um, but yeah, it's fucking good, dude. Like, so me and my wife are getting into those. Um, that I definitely recommend checking out that mic if you haven't if you haven't seen I it. I need to watch that. Uh, it's a good one for Hulu. And yeah, that's pretty much it. What was that uh, movie that you watched that you said you watched earlier? Uh, the Forest. Uh, the Forest, yeah. and that's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I think it's a Netflix movie. I could be wrong. Yeah, those are good though. Yeah, those no, good, it's like... it's it's not a so it's not a good movie. It's an okay movie. It's just I expected more from it. Right, uh, right. It just it would. Would you recommend watching it? Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a, okay. it's it's watchable. It's not like it's not watchable. Is it like a horror movie uh, or what thriller? I guess you could say it's like I. It feels thriller. like a horror okay. movie, but doesn't really feel like a horror movie. So I just say thriller or some shit. Okay, suspenseful. I'll definitely check it out. I'm always looking for new shit to watch and get into. Um, the Mike has, I think, two episodes, and I started to watch the second episode last night, but I was passing out, dude. So. <laughs> Uh, the first episode is really good, and it's fucking dark, dude. It's actually a pretty dark story from uh, Mike Tyson just starting off on that first episode. Uh, gets it just dives right in, bro. <laughs> like it's, you gotta, yeah, I'm gonna you have to check, check it out. out. I seen the previews for it, and I wanted to check it out, but uh, I like I said, I just been watching 
all the other shit, and I've been I've been gaming all weekend pretty much. So it, it reminds me of like a rated R Young Rock. I love how this is filmed, like mm. it, like <laughs> how the Rock is like narrating his own story, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. and telling you like that's kind of what this is. And there's like funny moments, but then <laughs> there's moments that you just see it and you're like, what the fuck? dude? <laughs> like it's, it's pretty brutal, dude. There's a scene where like this bird gets his head ripped off by a kid, <laughs> like, what the fuck? dude. And it's graphic. <laughs> like it's super graphic. Blood starts squirting everywhere. Yeah. It's just, it's just wild, man. Like uh, I, pretty crazy how they, how they film this. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into that. I definitely recommend watching black phone though, man. We yeah, got to talk I'm about gonna... black phone when you, uh, I'll probably, I don't think I have anything week. planned after we finish recording today. So I might, watch and it's it. fucking free, man. Yeah. I might watch it's, it. It's, fr- it's free ski. <laughs> you got to check it out. It's on the fucking, on the cock. Go and look at that shit. It's, it's, yeah, dude, it's, it's popping off. James is not with us right now. Uh, he's going to be joining us in this, in this next segment, talking about AEW Dynamite of last week and a preview for Dynamite this week. But for right now, um, there's a lot of wrestling this week, dude. And yeah. I'm happy that we release this. This just makes me happy that we release on Wednesdays now Wednesdays, yeah. because we are able to give you previews of the pay-per-view and then talk about it the following week. And it's still relevant. So, yeah. um, Lots of wrestling. We got All Out coming up this Sunday. We got Clash at the Castle coming up Saturday. Uh, the Clash card, I'm not really a fan of. I, I honestly, I told you even before we started recording, I don't know what's going on on that card because uh, I have no idea who's wrestling. I just know that it's Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. That's it. Well, I'll, I'll give you the card right now. But the times for this uh pay-per-view is 10 a.m pacific standard time 12 p.m central standard time and 1 p.m eastern time yeah because they're they're in wales uh, aren't they yeah, yeah yeah so they're overseas for this one uh a 10 a.m pay-per-view dude i just yeah. <laughs> i can't fucking get with these 10 a.m pay-per-views. 10 a.m football i can not 10 a.m wrestling sorry i i have a hard time watching the 10 a.m football oh, no, games i am too, up man. Early as fuck on Sunday mornings when football season is, <laughs> and I already am halfway drunk by 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so the match card that they have so far for this Clash at the Castle is they got Gunther, uh, who's the Intercontinental Champion, taking on Sheamus for the title. That title, uh, the Intercontinental. I think that title's Inter- going to change hands. Well, it's cool. I mean, at least they're they got the title on the line on this pay per view. Yeah, so at least it's on nice. a, on a pay per view. <laughs> Did you read that WWE is not? going tb14 no i didn't read that yeah so it turns out all those like reports mm. of tb14 not true all bullshit huh all bullshit they don't they do not plan on going tb14 i don't see they plan why on changing they, the product but what it? it kind of felt like they were going that way you got dolph ziggler calling people bitch they're saying shit on tv they're, they're saying quite a few different words that they well, wouldn't that's, say that's um uh, like uh that rumor that came out that uh the tv or whatever warner or whatever wanted aew to- uh turned down or toned down their um cussing too and it was false too yeah i think dave Meltzer and the and good old fightful are getting some bad fucking uh i think people are just starting to fuck in. with them now <laughs> they I hope so, dude, because I'm sick of these fucking dirt sheets. Like, to be honest, they're ruining wrestling. I honestly uh, don't mind the dirt sheets as much. I wouldn't, I don't want to see them anymore, but I just don't mind them. There's some things that if, come if, up if it's, that are cool to know, but some things where it's just like, why did you guys tell me that? I wanted it to be a surprise. 
Okay, yes. So that's exactly what I was getting to. If you're going to tell me some like behind the scenes shit, like of some beef going on, like Sasha Banks and Naomi walking out on the product, all that kind of shit. Cool. Yeah. I'm with it. Don't give me any fucking spoilers about what's going to happen at well, WrestleMania the, next year. That's the one thing that I <laughs> liked I mean? about uh, when Johnny came back too. There was no, there was no rumors. There was nothing to even uh, that even came out that he was going back to WWE. So. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knew about it. Yeah, that was good. But yeah. So we also we also got this next match, uh, Riddle versus Seth Rollins, which I think right here. I'm just I don't know if this is in order or what. Um. This is just the card that I have yeah. so far, and I'm sure you know some more stuff can be added because we still got Monday Night Raw tonight, and then we got uh, SmackDown on Friday. So yeah, we'll uh, see what's added, and then we got Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Um. Yeah, already, like, this card is just... I mean, I'm okay with Seth Rollins and Riddle. I think that match will be pretty good. Yeah. Gunther and Sheamus might surprise us, too. You never know. But then we got uh, Liv Morgan taking on Shayna Baszler for the SmackDown Women's Championship, which is... That's an odd-ass fucking match. It's so weird. Like, she's feuding with Ronda Rousey. Well, I guess... I guess because Shayna was Ronda's friend? I have no idea. This is... I don't know. This is... (laughs) Random, and then and then all we have is uh, Roman Reigns taking on Drew McIntyre for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. So the tag so team got, titles are not even on the line. Nope, five matches is what we got so far. That's weird. Why don't they just make it a house show then instead of a fucking pay per view? <laughs> yeah, just five <laughs> matches, and and yeah, those those match cards are uh, are I mean the the times for the pay per view are really uh, lacking so. Yeah, that's just crazy, man. That's a weird. That's a weird card. Uh, hopefully, they add more stuff. I don't know. Um, I yeah, probably won't catch it, to be honest with you. <laughs> and it's fucking stacking up, dude, because uh, it's going up against All Out, which has the Casino Ladder Match, which is always fucking insane. I wonder if they're gonna have a surprise this time. They have to, right? Yeah, it's a Casino Ladder Match, so I'm sure that they have the Wild Card, right? They so, should. I mean, yeah, uh, the Joker. The Joker. Yeah, the Joker card. Yeah. Ah, that's uh, we'll, gonna be we'll see who it is. I yeah. mean, fuck, everybody signed everybody, so I mean, <laughs> I don't know who, who's coming, who's going. Maybe, uh, no, I was if it was the women, I'd say maybe Sasha Banks, but um, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's gonna be and interesting. Then, though. This is fucking crazy too because we got uh, two trios matches, which I'm not a fucking fan. Fucking of. love like, it, I don't bro. know why. I don't know why we did this. This is fucking stupid to me, but. Um, but I'm also excited because we got the Motor City Machine Guns. Yo, I was Jay surprised Lethal. by that. That was fucking... I did not see that at all. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that uh, last week's Dynamite. <laughs> getting the, It was so fucking random. But uh, yeah, Motor City Machine Guns, Jay Lethal versus FTR and Wardlow. I would have probably liked to see a Wardlow versus Jay Lethal and then just FTR versus Motor City Machine Guns would have been yeah, that fire, dude. Yeah. Honestly, that would have been a fucking fantastic match. And then we also got um, Tony Storm, Britt Baker, um, Jamie Hayter, and Sheeta. Yeah. For the women's, the interim. Interim. Win, women's, yeah, interim women's t- title. So, and then we got the tag team titles on the line. Swerve, uh, Swerve and Our Glory. Is that is that just his name now? We're not calling him Keith Lee anymore. We're just calling him Our, Our Glory. No, uh, that's the name of their team. 
So okay. Swerving Our Glory is the name of their team, but yeah, he's still Keith Lee. But yeah, they just go by Swerving Our Glory, which I kind of okay. like, actually. It's a really fucking nice name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it definitely matches uh, Keith Lee. <laughs> They're taking on the Acclaimed. I'm really excited for the Acclaimed. I hope they take this one. Dude, I honestly hope so, too. I honestly hope so. Uh, yeah, I'm going for the Acclaimed in this one. And in this one, I'm not really excited about I know you think that this guy is like, Super fucking stardom, but Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, Dude, is they're gonna got tear it down. Once. They are going to tear it down. <laughs> I hope so, man. I, hope so. I mean, most of the time, these guys Hobbs, is, Hobbs on a is really fucking uh, really stepped his game up in the ring, too. So, since when he first came into now, he's really stepped his game up in the ring. So, I think they're gonna tear it down. All right, man. And then we got Jungle Boy versus Christian. I honestly which... don't give a fuck about that match. I know the build I feel like has been really good, but for me, I don't give a fuck about Christian in general. <laughs> like I just don't, dude. I, I'm not a fan of Christian. I've never been a fan of Christian. Um, I don't know what people see in this guy. Maybe he has like the, I, I don't know his in ring work. I'm just not a fan of. I, I, I'm he doesn't do anything that impresses I, me. I was excited at first, but I think I I don't know the excite the excitement for me like kind of went away for that match. I don't know. It's like well, because we know the finish, right? It's got to be Jungle Boy. Oh yeah, Jungle Boy has to. Well, win. Uh, well, we say that all the fucking time, but then AEW swerves us, I yeah. guess. So, <laughs> I mean, in our minds, it's got to be Jungle Boy. But if Christian goes over, I guess you can keep this bullshit feud going. I I don't know. Uh, a match I'm really excited about though is Brian Danielson versus the Lionheart Chris Jericho. That's gonna that be is going to be fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, like, like Chris Jericho just looks really good in the bring his past couple matches. So, right, right, and on Dynamite tonight. Um, you also, we're, we're going to find out who is in the finals, right? For the, the trios titles, uh, or is that on rampage? No. So there's one, so it's going to be the elite versus, uh, Will Ospreay and Ozzy open tonight on um, dynamite. And I think the other match is going to be on rampage. Okay. So on rampage, we will find out what the final match will be for all out, which so is going to be one... the elite versus dark order. <laughs> I keep telling you, I keep telling you guys, this, this, so they built, they built this, and I say this in quotations, for the elite, but it's not for the elite, it's for the Dark Order. They built this for the Dark Order. They're going to put them over, uh, they're going to put them over, and I think, I honestly think they're going to turn on Hangman, or Hangman's going to turn on that. Well, we'll have to see, man. But we get so we've already announced seven matches, and then obviously your trios match for the trios titles. That's eight matches, and I'm assuming tonight on Dynamite they're going to announce CM Punk versus John Moxley. Wait, and they did announce um, Jade versus uh, Athena for all of. Holy shit! Yeah. So that's not on this card that I have. Okay. Yeah, they. I just read that before we went on to. I thought you had that card. No, I did not. I don't. I don't have so, that. Yeah, so they, that's fucking they, ten matches. Yeah, pretty much. And they might announce a couple more or some shit. Who knows? God damn, this is gonna be a long pay per view. I'm so glad that we have Monday off. And I'm pretty sure Labor we're gonna Day. get fucking Pac versus fucking um, Kit Saban. Oh my god! So eleven <laughs> matches. Unless they're not gonna, they're gonna save that feud for another pay per view or something. But I don't see why they would wait that long. That's a stacked card. Yeah. So, 
Gonna be a long one <laughs> again. Hey, but we don't work Monday, so we're good. That's true. That's true. But I'm gonna be very hungover Monday. Um, yeah, man. So lots of wrestling to look forward to this weekend. But uh, in this next segment, guys, I want to talk about AEW Dynamite and uh, tonight's Dynamite. So we're gonna get into that real shortly. We got the Attitude Era segment coming up, uh, and this Attitude Era was or this this Monday Night Raw from 1997 was a fucking bang. Dude, it uh, was so that? good. Yeah, I I, I honestly fucking enjoyed the shit out of it. <laughs> Dude, the best one that we've watched so far. I, I well, it was, for me, it wasn't the best one so far. I mean, it was good. Which, what, I think the first think episode I watched, just because it got Re- it got me so hyped to watch it again. You know what I that mean? That reminiscence. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but it was it was still a good fucking episode. Still a really good episode. I I loved it, dude. This episode I feel like is my favorite one because I was like, holy, sh- there's so much shit happening in this that's so fucking. Well, good. and then and, uh, just... and then I mean, we're gonna talk about it, but we are the DX is starting to form now, so. It's just yep. gonna get better yeah, from it's there. Official. Yeah. So this is the go home or the the aftermath of um, one night only. Yeah. In the in the UK, uh, HBK has won the I European title. I don't understand why they did that to the British Bulldog in, over there, bro. I don't, I don't understand it. They did him so dirty. Yeah. They, they yeah they did that boy dirty <laughs> uh, in front of his home country. <laughs> Good old and the, his sister but, that had cancer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've, yeah, that's Vince McMahon humor for you. Ha <laughs> ha, pal, we're going to lose in your home country. <laughs> they think you're going to win, but you're going to lose. Oh, uh, that's good, though. That's still good, though. Or it could have been Shawn Michaels saying, uh, I'm not putting him over, brother. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, true, That's too. not working for me. <laughs> but either way, guys, Stack Show, thanks for sticking with us so far. Um, episode 102, man. 102. It's so crazy that we're even in triple digits now. Uh, James should be showing up for this next segment, but I don't know. Just got a message saying he might not show up until the Attitude Era segment. So, (laughs) we can hold this. California traffic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we got this shit. All right, guys, we're gonna take a short break and uh, let you uh, check out our sponsors over at Manscaped. We'll see you right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot when we come back. Fellas, fantasy football draft season is right around that corner. C.D. Lamb is good, but have you seen these beautiful balls? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with the sponsors for today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with their performance package 4.0. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code PWSHOOT. That's promo code PWSHOOT. Guys, I've already told you some horror stories on this. Don't get a typical razor from a retail store and try to cut your balls with it. Do me a favor. Go to manscaped.com. Man, I used to have to use my old face shaver. You know. And then I'd have to go and buy another one. Because I'm not touching the same razor that I touch my balls with on my face. But when I use this face shaver, it got ugly. It got ugly in a hurry. And let me tell you, there were no beauty products. There was no ball deodorant. There was nothing. There was no crop preserver. There was nothing to take that sting away. Do yourself a favor and go to manscaped.com and get yourself a real razor for them nuts. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, 
performance boxer briefs, and travel bag. Tom Brady didn't come out of retirement for you to have hairy balls. Sorry, just didn't happen. Slotted at quarterback, we have the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. This spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, balls, and even your A-gap. You know what that A-gap is. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7000 RPM motor and a new multifunction on and off switch that you can engage a travel lock and is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also comes with a 4000K LED spotlight which allows you to be as accurate as Bill Belichick with the challenge flag. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker, the ultimate flex. Watch it run through your ear and nose hairs like Derrick Henry coming straight up the gut. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9000 RPM motor, powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs in those sensitive holes. Don't forget to use the Crop Reserver, Ball Deodorant, and their Crop Reviver to help your little bench warmers be on their A-game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Who's the commissioner now? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code PWSHOOT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, guys, and free shipping with the promo code PWSHOOT at manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in the PPR and get a grip on your pigskin this season with Manscaped. All right, welcome back to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Man, last week's Dynamite was a fucking banger, dude. I really, oh. really enjoyed this uh, episode I of Dynamite. I think banger is an understatement for that Dynamite, to be honest with you. Yeah, this- I think it's one of their best Dynamites that they put on since they started. It, hands down it was yeah it was probably the best one that i've seen in in a couple of years to be honest um yeah i loved it man it was a really good show <laughs> so i got some funny ass notes wrote down um which make no fucking sense i just wrote my thoughts at the time of seeing each thing <laughs> that was going on um they started out with uh with daniel garcia they opened up the the dynamite with daniel garcia and chris jericho yeah in in the ring <laughs> and Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho's lip movements, man, get me every fucking time. He like sticks out his <laughs> lip like you are a sports yeah. <laughs> entertainer. You're the best sports entertainer in the world. <laughs> and uh, you know, Brian Danielson comes down and they have a great, amazing segment. What do you think about this opening uh, segment to Dynamite? I thought it was good. It was um, good storytelling, good, good backstory, um, or not back. Well, yeah, kind of a backstory because he's. It's his hero, and that's his mentor, and all that shit. But uh, it was good. Um, good way to start up a little teaser for something gonna happen. Who knows what the fuck's gonna happen? I don't think he's gonna leave Jericho's side. Right. But we'll see what happens. Well, this is where they announce the match at All Out, where you're getting Brian Danielson versus the Lionheart Chris Jericho, which is gonna be phenomenal. Uh, yeah. I can't wait. Like, for and that. like I, I keep saying it, Jericho's look good in the past couple of matches, like really fucking good in the past couple of matches. So I expect that match to be really, really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, dude. This card is already stacked as fuck. We were talking about that in the last segment. Um <laughs> it's gonna be a long show, man. But this this <laughs> match that they that they opened with, the opening match, 
uh, I felt was, and you're probably not going to agree with me, but to me, this was like my match of the night. For some reason, I just really felt this match. This was the underrated match of the night, which was Dax Hardwood versus Jay Lethal. And all I wrote, uh, all I wrote was, uh, this match is fucking a banger, dude. <laughs> like, it, it was so good. Uh, man. Not match of the night for me, but definitely a great fucking match. Um, hard hitting, fucking wrestling, bro. Wrestling. It, and that, that's probably why it was my match of the night, dude. It was just that yeah. wrestling feel, and I'm I'm a wrestling fan, right yeah. here. See, so. and that's I don't get me wrong. I love that shit too. I love the old school feel of like when there's that hard hitting fucking. I sell and they just sell the shit out of everything too. I was like, oh, we're we're um we're gonna talk about Raw, and it's like when I was watching Bret Hart wrestle on Raw, it's like his when he was selling there on his punches and fucking getting hit and all that, dude, beautiful, dude, like yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it was phenomenal. But it was a great fucking match, great match. Yeah, dude. Dax is so fucking underrated, dude, as a single competitor. Yeah, I don't want him to go <laughs> on a singles run by himself, but if he did, he'd be phenomenal. Um, oh yeah. Dude, yeah, so Lethal snuck away the win on that one with a roll-up. Which I did not expect either. Yeah, he pulled the tights, man. Got the old school heat, brother. Uh, I loved it. And then randomly, we get a fucking Motor City Machine Guns promo. <laughs> not a promo, but a, like a a uh, like a package, like a video package. Yeah, a little video package. It, a little, little one. It was random so as fuck, I thought but they I were coming it. out, but I fucking hopped out of my seat. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Motor City <laughs> Machine Guns used to be my favorite tag team back in the old uh, TNA Impact days. They were my absolute favorite, dude. So when they announced them, I fucking popped hard. Uh, I was, I, I mean, I'm a fan of them. I can't say I'm the biggest fan. I'm a fan of them. That's why I'm really excited for this match, especially because they're going up against FTR. And that's another did you, fucking great tag team. Did you watch them like in their prime though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, so fucking good, man. They were yeah. like the original Young Bucks, bro. Except they like sold and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but the Young Bucks sell. Kind of. That's debatable. <laughs> but yeah, man. And then Rand. It's not like Farouk in the Nation of Domination when he didn't fucking sell shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> that's the race wars man the tension is just yeah. building in that i don't know it's so crazy <laughs> uh and then randomly dude we get thunder rosa um cutting a promo saying crying saying she's out i don't i don't know about you man but when thunder rosa first came out she was like this hardcore badass bitch that like everybody wanted to see right yeah. and since she's been champion she's been this like emotional wreck and like trying to get that old school baby face pop, I guess. Yeah. And I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I honestly don't either. I mean, I still like her, but oh, no, I don't she's like phenomenal. That. But yeah, I, I just, don't like that whole that whole baby face, like old school baby face, trying to get that pop, and it's not yeah. it's not working for her at all. Yeah, like I just not into it. I was shocked because I really wanted to see Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm at All Out, but. Um, you know, I honestly think that match was going to be really fucking good. It too. was, dude. It was going to be good, and and there's a lot of controversy surrounding Thunder Rosa, man, uh, because of this. It, it's it's kind of awkward, and uh, I'm not going to speak on it too much because you know, uh, dirt sheets write dirt sheet shit. So, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's I like, and I told you this last week too. It's just I feel like I feel like AEW is just fucking trolling the shit out of us, bro. It could be, but I think that legitly these dirt sheet writers are getting false uh, reports. 
Oh yeah, dude. Uh, By far, there's especially with all the shit coming out with like uh, the uh, them wanting to tone it down on the cussing and all that, and then WWE wanting are not going uh, TV fourteen and they were and all this shit. I think I think someone's just fucking with them now. Like maybe, and that's what they deserve. They do. They do deserve that shit. Because I don't want to know what's going in and out of, of all this. Um, I don't know. But then again, I don't know Thunder Rosa personally. So I can't really yeah. speak on, oh, she's a great person. <laughs> she would never do that. I don't fucking know. So yeah, um, it is what it is. But then I wrote, scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> fucking <laughs> love this, dude. Like, there's something about this. Um, so, and I told you guys last week, he was putting his son. He was going to put his son over, and he put his son over in that match. Put his son over huge in this match. Oh, yeah. I wrote, uh, he sold the shit out of everything his son was doing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you haven't heard Billy Gunn on um, on the sessions with uh, Renee Paquette, go and check that out because I really enjoy her podcast. Oh, yeah, uh, she has a great fucking podcast. Yeah, she, great she, podcast. she's one of the only, like, big timers. I guess I call her a big timer, but um, she's <laughs> only one of the only, um, you know, known people in the wrestling business that I enjoy listening to now. Like, I can't do, like the Conrad podcasts like and Conrad Thompson, not Conrad Cushman, everything pro wrestling. I'm always going to support my independent podcast, but, um, uh, the, the Conrad Thompson podcast, there's just so fucking many of them. Um, well, it's just, it's just so like when it comes down to podcasts in general about wrestling, I feel like there's so many podcasts out there about wrestling that are so biased. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, and her podcast is not like that at all. No, it's just two she, people like bullshitting and, it, and it's cool yeah. to get a good story. Like from, from like Billy Gunn, because he was straight honest on his interview too, about, mm-hmm. you know, AEW needing to slow down and, um, some of these wrestlers just go, 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 and they don't want to take advice and, and that's fine. And he wasn't like shitting on AEW or anything, but he was like being honest about it. Like, look, there's a, yeah. it's the wild West here pretty much compared to what I was used to and what I enjoyed. So he was basically mm-hmm. saying that it was better. It was a better organization in WWE the way it was ran because, um, you don't, you know, it's not the wild West over there, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was just awesome to hear uh, his honest interview over there. And he was talking about his sons and, and how they need to slow down and how he puts them in their place. But he drives them so nuts sometimes that he has to let them do their own <laughs> things, uh, yeah. which is amazing. So they're definitely learning from a good, um, dude. And I honestly think they are, uh, they're going to be a legit tag team in the near future. Like they're still young. Um, they still got a lot of wrestling to, uh, well, a lot of cleaning up on the wrestling to do, but yeah. I think they're learning and they're, it's showing to be honest with you. Like they're, they're under a good learning tree for sure with Billy oh, yeah. Gunn. Like Billy Gunn is, is a veteran in this game. So he's, he's fucking been around the world, man. Uh, good thing. I, I wrote, uh, Billy Gunn versus Colton father versus son. Who's your daddy chance? <laughs> While Billy Gunn points <laughs> to himself. He's saying yeah. me, me. <laughs> that I'm, was so great. I, I'm the father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the daddy. Um, it was a good match. It was honestly a good fucking match. Like for uh, all the nonsense that was going on, it was a really good match. Yeah, dude. He ends it with a uh, low blowing his dad, <laughs> and then yeah. when will uh, the referee's not looking, and then he hits the Colt 45 for the win. Um, yeah. yeah, pretty good match, dude. I thought it was solid. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be because uh, when this this match was on the card, I was like, oh god, like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see this shit, but um, turned out pretty good, man. It was fun to watch. The next match was Britt Baker versus uh, Kylan Ken- uh, King. Uh, mm-hmm. Kylan King, right? Kylan King, okay. yeah. Kylan King. 
dude, she's fucking tall, dude. She's Holy big, fuck. dude. She's a pretty big, big <laughs> woman. Uh, I just wrote very good match, dude. I thought this match was solid. Uh, I, I feel like they did everything they needed to do. I, I thought Kylan King looked very impressive in the match. Oh, yeah. Uh, Britt Baker looked all right, and then she ended up cutting that promo, like, talking shit Thunder Rosa. There, there's got to be some real heat between th- those two women, man. Uh, I think so, too. I think there's uh, legitimate heat and some um, not-so-legitimate heat for both of them. Right, right. And then uh, next I wrote, uh, why is Moxley versus Punk next? So I was Bro, re- that? Oh, my God. Before <laughs> – okay, I know we're going to get into this shit, but, dude – I I am in the same boat as you are right now where I was just like, why are we getting this right now? I was What's going on? so confused by this not being the main event or the opener. I mean, either the opener. But I guess considering what happened, I guess this is a match that you would put in the middle of your card because... Bro, the whole rest of the night, I was confused as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, what the fuck just happened? And bro, like Moxley straight dog walked. CM Punk through this match. Oh, dude, he fucking put a can of whoop ass on him. I loved it, it dude. Not, like a lot of people were really upset about this, but dude, I was I wasn't, all I for wasn't this. upset. I was just confused on what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I was so confused because it was it just happened so fast. This was a jaw dropper, man. And if you left real quick, right right as that bell rang, and you left to go get like a cup of water or something, you missed this fucking match because it was like <laughs> three minutes and twenty seconds yeah. long, uh, or I don't know the exact time, but it was like in the three minute mark. It was really yeah, short. It was no longer than three minutes. Uh, Punk goes for <laughs> he goes for a kick um, and twists his foot, I guess. And, yeah, and that's what sells, that, sells, so. That's what they. That's what they had. So, so everybody keeps getting this confused. When so he goes up for the kick, he sells the the he sells the foot that he twisted on. So when you're listening to the yeah. commentary, yeah, they're he, bringing yeah, up sold, that fact. He sold the but, the bad ankle that he twisted on, not the one yeah, that he kicked. And, yeah, and everybody's all like, "But he didn't use that foot." Yeah, he fucking did. <laughs> yeah, the foot that that got twisted, the one that he was standing on, was his injured foot, and he sold that yeah. foot. He wasn't yeah. selling the foot that he kicked with. Yeah, that's why a lot of people, I've seen a whole bunch of comments where like, he's selling the wrong foot. No, he's not selling the wrong foot because he twisted the foot that he injured. Right, right. So it's just, I didn't understand that. But dude, this fucking match confused the fucking living shit out of me. Yeah. Because for, for the rest of the night, I was just like, what did I just watch? What happened? So that's what, that's what I thought, man. Like this was like an interesting placement of of this match because I feel like if they would have went off the air with that, it would have been good. But I also love the promo that we got from John Moxley later in the night, which was fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah. And it's probably going to be the cold open of this podcast. So if you heard it at the beginning of this <laughs> podcast, I love that promo. So I was yeah, really happy uh, that Moxley won. I Because I, we all thought he was for sure losing. Like everybody oh, thought yeah. that I, this was CM Punk. I don't think there was one single person that thought he was going to win. Yeah, because all of our theories went out the door. Everybody's thinking MJF right now, but it's not MJF that we're getting. Um, MJF is not going to be a part of uh, All Out unless he interferes in this next match that we're about to get. But it, it's just kind of strange. Strange stuff or going on. Or he just in shows AEW. up in the um, Battle Royale. Yes, but that would make no fucking sense to me. Like, Yeah, it wouldn't. It, but. It, it, that would just be poor placement as well. But... As far as this Moxley and Punk match goes, they fucking did that, and everybody was speechless. Like you said, you just you were wondering what the fuck's going on the rest of the night. 
I like yeah. they immediately cut to Christian. Like I don't give a fuck what Christian is saying right now. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's how that's the same. I'm pretty sure I sent like a voice message in the fucking group chat too. I was just like, "What the fuck just happened?" Like someone explain what the fuck is going on. Yeah, dude. Cause and then like I just feel like. And normally I don't give a shit about Christian, but I feel bad for Christian on this placement because I guarantee nobody heard a fucking word that this guy said because everybody was just like, <laughs> their mind was elsewhere from this. Yeah, from this. Uh, yeah, title it was match. a bad. It was a bad placement for that. Um, for that promo for Christian. Yes. Horrible. Very. They should have just went to commercial, came back with Moxley cutting his promo, and that was it. Yeah, dude. Then you could. Then you could run a match, throw Christian in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then uh, right after that, we went to commercial break, I, I think. And then after that, we come back with Moxley fucking talking shit. Like, that wasn't how you thought it was going to go, huh? Like, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I was laughing my ass off when I seen this promo. It was so fucking good. So good. Yeah, it was, It was uh, like I said, it was just an interesting fucking placement for the match. It was an interesting uh, ending. Uh I'm still confused on what's going on. Yeah. Because yeah. who knows what's going on now. I know uh, Punk had a promo on Rampage, right? I don't think so. I thought he did. I thought I he mean, was I supposed to, but I tried to look for it and I didn't see it. Oh, okay. And Maybe honestly, I turned it. on I... fucking Rampage and and I watched House of Black lose to Dark Order and I was done. I turned it off I, immediately. I told you guys. I told you guys. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like I, I was I was not for it. As soon as I seen Dark Order beat House of Black, I was like, all right, that's enough for me. I'm fuck Rampage. <laughs> like I'm not watching this shit. So, but the, my last notes on this was the main event was nuts. You had Bro. Will Ospreay and Aussie Open. <sighs> fucking banger, bro. Banger of a trios match. And uh, it honestly, and Dave Meltzer said the same fucking thing. One of the best trio matches I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. Will Ospreay is so, so good. He's just not Seth Rollins good. I mean. No, he is better than <laughs> Seth Rollins good. <laughs> no. This is the man. Way. This is the man. This is the man that Kenny Omega said, hey. Fill my shoes at New Japan. <laughs> and he's filling the fuck out of those shoes, dude. Yeah, we'll see, man. Will Ospreay's fucking uh, social media game is not very good, though. He's getting eat, I fucking love that getting guy. eaten alive <laughs> by a lot of people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that leads us into the go-home episode of Dynamite tonight, man. We got... Uh, we're going to hear from John Moxley. We're gonna, <laughs> with, this is going to be interesting. We're going to hear probably hear from CM Punk as well, but we'll definitely hear from the undisputed uh, AEW world champion, John Moxley, which is going to be interesting. We got Tony Storm and Hikara Shida versus Britt Baker, DMD, and uh, Jamie Hayter in a tag match. It's going to be a good match. I think that match is going to be really good. Yeah, I feel like these women do better in their tags. I don't know. There, yeah. There's something about... And that's what I said on, a, I think, like two podcasts ago, three podcasts ago. I think yeah. it's so much better when they when they put them in tag team matches because then they don't have to force everything on a one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. They could they could go off each other and stuff like that. So I think it's a I think it's really good with that they're doing the tag team more. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting, man. And then we also got Jake Hager versus Brian Danielson, which is... Interesting. It's an interesting matchup. Um, I'm not a big fan of Jake Hager. Uh, I kind of liked him when he was Jack Swagger, but in AEW, it just feels weird because this is a little more fast-paced, hard-hitting. Uh, yeah. 
and Jake Hager being an MMA guy, you would think that he would step that that game up, but I haven't really seen too much out of Jake Hager that has impressed me. Yeah, I've never been a real big fan of him. I liked so. him as Jack Swagger because, you know, we all know that the the WWE product is is a lot uh slower. It's a slower paced product yeah. and and they, you know, slow down, tell a story, all that other stuff. This is more of your indie work type uh, Jap- uh Japan slash Mexico you know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're more fast paced than AEW. Uh, and another thing too, with the past um, Dynamite, um, it looks like um, New Japan and um, AAA solved something because you got New Japan wrestlers wrestling with uh, AAA wrestlers. Well, that'd be so nice. So there was that. So well, because there was that big thing where that's why we didn't get the Lucha Bros at Forbidden Door. Yeah, because tri- that was the whole AAA thing. Was like, no, we, we don't want them wrestling with those guys and they're under our contracts too. So that's a no, no. So it looks like they solved something. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we got the main event. Uh, we got the main event match, which is will Ospreay and Aussie open versus the young bucks and Kenny Omega. So Fucking a banger already, bro. The, elite, the match hasn't even started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one's going to be exciting to watch. I'm hoping that Kenny has shaken off some of that ring rust and he's in there. Uh, but, uh, cause you know, he's going to need, He's gonna need full pace, dude, against a, a Will Ospreay, because dude, and don't and don't us under underestimate um Aussie Open either too. Those two guys can fucking go, and that that one guy I for, I always forget his fucking name, but the bigger guy, yeah, um, pretty built, fucking goes hard too. Yeah, well, all these guys go hard, man. They fucking go all out, and uh, no pun intended, they go all out and fucking. <laughs> The independence and New Japan and all sorts of shit all around the world. These guys are just acrobatics, man. Yeah, it's a, that's going to be a fucking great match. Yeah, great it's, it's going to be fun to watch tonight uh, live on TBS. I uh, can't wait to talk about all this wrestling. Uh, we're going to talk about the Dynamite. We're going to talk about uh, Clash of the Castle. We're going to talk about All Out all next week on the podcast. But right now, Michael, I think it's time to hop in the time machine and go back so to 1997. So it was a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, guys. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Finally joined with me, James Pennard Jr. And Michael Martinez is not with me during this segment. I don't know what the fuck it is with you guys, but we cannot get you two on the same page, man. You know, like, we had this set up to record yesterday, and we just didn't do it because we were... I I was hungry. Michael was hungry. You know... I was uh, stuck in traffic. You were stuck in traffic. (laughs) What have we learned from this, James? Hey man, leave early from your destination, yeah, motherfucker. It's safe. Hey, you gotta talk to the supervisor. <laughs> Shit happens. You so, know how that. Were you is. working or what? Yeah, I was working. Got caught up with some bullshit. Nah. So you know how that is. 
No, yeah, for sure, man. I, I, I totally understand. So, yeah, it's just me and you during this uh, Raw is War segment. It sucks because I really want... I know Michael was excited to, to talk about this this Raw. This was probably one of the best Raws that we have seen so far. What do you think about it dude, uh, it's, after watching it? Dude, it's Madison Square Garden. Like, when I, when I was reading up on this, you know, like, you know, before watching the episode, I was like, all right, where are they at next time? MSG, like one of the most famous arenas, you know they're gonna blow the roof off. Um, I know you watch obviously WCW. Did they ever go to? Did they ever go to uh, Madison Square Garden before? No, no, no. So during this time, uh, this was like territory still. You know what I mean? Like okay, uh, d- uh, WCW was more about the Georgia area. Yeah, like that was their the, the the South was their territory, and. Uh, WWE was running the East Coast and West Coast. Yeah, you can see there's there's a lot of territories that they don't really use now. Like there's arenas and the cities that I've been noticing while taking notes that they don't even go to anymore in general. They just go to no more somewhat more populated areas. They do expand all over the place, but just some areas they don't. Like little just little towns out of nowhere that I've never heard of. They go to Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Brockstown, I think, right? Isn't that Brockstown? I think that's where Brock. I don't fucking know. I think they're uh, both uh, towns in uh, uh, ca- uh, in Canada somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I'm something pretty sure like they're that. in Canada. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, dude, uh, this Raw was heavy. So there were so many re- memorable moments from this Monday Night Raw. This was like a straight trip down memory lane. Yeah. I remember watching easily. this and I was like, Oh fuck, this is this raw. Yeah. Like, I was really I, I excited. I think I know man. what particular scene you're talking about that just like, you know, got Ryan's here. Like, Oh, this is that one. I was wondering where yes, that is. It, yeah. You, you probably already know where I'm going with it uh, on, on this. Uh, yeah. And we'll get there. And we actually got some good wrestling on this one too. Yeah. Good wrestling. It was, Different so it wasn't the, just all like stupid storyline. No, it was it was, a, it was entertaining. Too. You know, nothing against it. Like, yeah, there was some stupid shit they did, but this was a very entertaining one. And they always go hard for Madison Square Garden. They always do. Yeah, you man, had that's a, you own. had a big crowd there. Um, still lost in the ratings war, of course, this week to Nitro, but still fantastic show. Yeah. So before we get started, uh, what was going on on the other channel on TNT WCW Monday Nitro? So they were the Monday Night Wars. Um, for Nitro, they had an attendance of 7,923 with 5,959 paid, a 3.7 rating in Salt Lake City, Utah at the E-Center. I've never, I've never understood this, like, paid shit. So, are they, like, holding fucking 3,000 tickets hostage and then just give them away? How do we get these free tickets, James? You know, I'm thinking you could be, because I don't know if they were giving, I wasn't watching wrestling at the time. I don't know if you were. Well, they still do it today. Well, yeah, yeah, they have, yeah, they always have like those free voucher seats. They wanted to fill up the seats, you know, or I don't know if it's considered, I don't know if it's considered in the population of the non-paid if they give them out on the radio. You give them, uh, yeah, I know that they give some away for like the radio giveaways and, and, and stuff like that, like the local radio, right? Um, cause we usually have that shit going on here too. When there's like a house show, there's like this local radio, um, that we have 97 rock. Uh, they usually, you know, come on there. Hey, if you call in at this time, blah, blah, blah. We got three tickets that were given away. Uh, but they never say like front row or anything like that. I feel like there's gotta be another way to get, 
to get in and get your foot in the door for these they free tickets. They still do dude. it nowadays. I mean, there was footages of like... Like, who the fuck is giving these away? It has to be someone from like production crew. Like, hey, we got to give out these seats. We want to fill it up as much as possible. I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, who are I, they giving it I to have and how? No, dude, it like, could that be, shit is just It could crazy. be companies. I, I'm not sure. It has to be certain criteria of companies they give them out to. Maybe somebody, uh, hey, we're a sponsorship. You work for this company. We'll offer you tickets. I'm not sure. Or maybe some agents from some somewhere. I'm I'm honestly not sure how that how that's that crazy. comes about. Right. Which I have, which I've been taking these notes and I haven't seen that for Raw as of late. But I've seen it for Nitro almost all the notes. Maybe I just haven't seen it for the Raw notes. But Nitro seems to have that every time. Like how many were paid and what was the total? But yeah. But anyways, yeah. So Nitro, you know. Nitro, we actually had a, uh, I'll get into it later, but um, we, so we start off Nitro, um, just a few huge things out there, so Piper has a huge announcement he's going to talk about later, um, you still got Bischoff having beef with the announced the announce team, he tells Tony to stay put, because obviously the last time he walked out, and Larry Sabisco gets involved and says, hey, you need to stay out of her business, and what do you know, Tony's like, ah, fuck that, I'm leaving. And then Larity decides, you know, fuck Bischoff. I'm going to show footage from him from Great American Bash 96 where he got put through a table from Hall and Nash. And he says that the NWO will toss you when you don't even have any power. And he just tells him, Tony needs to be a man to stick around. So it's already getting heated. And then we got our first debut of Goldberg. Yeah, so, so this is building up to that. Uh, it's a slow build, but it's yeah. building up to that Starcade match between Larry Zabisco and uh, Eric Bischoff. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, your favorite, Goldberg, finally debuted. Um, I guess his debut really sucked. The commentary team didn't have any information this on This was him. his debut? Yeah. In 97. Versus Hugh Morris. Num- oh, yep. Yep, I remember this match. Win number one, and then obviously me and Gene tried to interview him, and Goldberg just left. And the commentary just, yeah, was awful. by was very awful because they didn't have any notes. They had nothing about him. They didn't even know who he was. That's crazy. And then, I think they were trying to keep him a mystery, though. They knew who the fuck he was. Yeah. They were just trying to keep I think that was just their anticipate, way. Just anticipate, like, who the hell is this random yeah. guy, you know? And he's just this yeah. bulldozer beating the hell out of people. Um, yeah, because Hugh Morris was a big deal back then. He was a yeah, big fucking guy. Yes, he was. And he was, like, one of those tough guys back in the day, you know? Yes, and Goldberg in there just, like, beats him in, I think, like, two minutes or something. I don't have the timestamp here. Yeah, it was real quick. Um, and, and then, of course, this man was on the news, of course, as you guys, you and Michael covered, Disco Inferno ended up winning the TV title from Alex Wright on this Nitro. And Jackie Lynn comes out and says, I could beat Disco. And the reason they haven't fought, because I guess he was out for six months with an injury. <laughs> uh, Jacqueline? Disco. Yeah, yeah, but Jacqueline came out, yes, right? Yes, and she says, I can beat Disco. And uh, you know how that yeah. went. So, so this was building towards uh, Halloween Havoc, I do believe. You are correct. Uh, I yes. think that I, I think that match was at Halloween Havoc, was it not? I think so, and I think he refused to lose to her, if I'm not mistaken. He had like a big fit about it, and he ended up getting fired. Um, uh, I think he ended up losing to her. Actually, no, he lost to her. Did he? I thought he had a big thing. Yeah. Like he no, was he had very a, he had against his match it. with her. Oh, okay, maybe I have to check. Yeah, up he had on his that. match with her, and he did business. Okay. He, I, I'm pretty sure he lost to her. Ah, well, still, fuck him. Um, <laughs> fuck Disco and So, yeah. Meanwhile, two other important things. So, Piper comes out. Um, he has a couple of match, match announcements. He books Luger versus Hall at Halloween Havoc. And then Larry Sabisco will be the special referee. <laughs> 
And a uh, little side note here. So obviously we know he's going to be fighting Hogan in the cage match. And I guess WCW wanted the band cage matches. And they claimed that it was too barbaric. And he says, yeah, it's happening. I don't care what they're telling me. And this is like, it was. It, they were trying to hype it up. Because this is like the one and only time that he's facing Hogan. Um, he mocks the NWO yeah. quote, you know, NWO for life. He does Piper forever. Does that yeah. number of times, and then Hogan and Piper Eric. was a f- was fucking amazing on on promos. He was, he he he's, was he was so fun to watch. He's iconic. He you know he was like one of the storytellers back in the day. That was just very. He told the story in the ring wherever he he was. He's he's just a genius in general. Yeah, yeah, I miss him, dude. He's oh good. yeah, easily. And then Hogan and Eric come out to the ring, and they're obviously mocking. Um, the four horsemen. Wait, are we gonna go over the whole show? No, this is just I just okay. got like, a little side note. No Sting this week either. Um, yeah, so, Sting was kind of on and off during this period. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, Hogan and them come out. Um, Hogan's wearing the flare robe. He took the sleeves off. Of course, still mocking the four horsemen after they beat him in the uh, War Games match. Tells Piper to get a life, and he says, "You're not gonna beat me." And that's pretty much what happened on Nitro for the most part. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, dude. Nitro was, uh, they had their own drama, but they were more uh, real-life based. Pretty much. So, um, yeah, interesting interesting stuff. Speaking of real-life based, dude, I know this is off topic, but did you watch Monday Night Raw last night? I watched, I haven't, I was busy yesterday, but um, I'm assuming you're talking about a particular uh, two wrestlers that got into it with the families. Yeah, dude. That's so wild. Riddle, Riddle and fucking... Uh, Oh, yeah, and Matt Riddle. Matt they, got, Riddle. they gave him his first name back. So Matt Riddle and uh, Seth Rollins, man, they were cussing up a fucking storm. Yeah, calling him a bitch ass, saying, I'm going to fuck you up. You know, I'm yeah, like, dude, all right. I loved it. They're building it. They even had footage, like someone caught footage before that Raw where they were just like, I think, taping something before Raw and beating the hell out of each other. So Yeah, yeah. Which, I, it's, it's... which is, you know, you can see the change, man. Besides everything that happened on Raw, I know in the ending a lot of people are pissed off about. I think it's brilliant, but that's just me. Um, I, I didn't get to finish it, but I did see that and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> it's fucking wild. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad for some change. I'm glad. I, I know a lot of people were pissed off about that. I know this is about attitude. I just want to step on the raw stuff there. Our current day raw. Hey, you know, we always bitch about predictable stuff. You got something different. Don't cry about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I am really enjoying what WWE is putting on lately. Um, <laughs> People are just hating to hate at this point. Yeah, but yeah. Let's uh, let's but, let's continue in the time machine. What, yeah. Uh, how this so, Monday Night Raw start so, in 1997? So we're at Madison Square Garden. You had 14,615 fans. Damn. Only got a 2.4 rating. <laughs> yeah. What did what did Nitro get? A let me. Uh, where did they go? Nitro got a 3.7. Damn, dude. Nitro's stomping their ass. Especially these, at uh, MSG. Yeah. Especially at MSG, which is a big deal. I'm assuming this Raw was better, though. This was it definitely the better been. show. It had to have been. It had to, yeah, it had to have been the better show that night. Yeah, so they're showing you video packages of, like, Madison Square Garden going to WWF. It was a big damn deal, you know. And then we start off with Raw. You got your same host like usual, Vince McMahon, Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler. And your first submitting contest of the night is a quarterfinal match in the Intercontinental Title Tournament. You got Ahmed Johnson versus Rocky Malavia, and yeah, they gave Rocky, you know, 
the typical chance they wanted them thrown out of the building. Um, Michael's favorite, of course, Slaughter yeah, comes giving, out. and They're giving him the Rocky sucks chance yeah. and shit. Oh, they let him know he sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the whole clan comes out, and Slaughter's like, yeah, get your asses to the back. Same stick, like, you know, usual. And then, of course, they, you know, announce that Ken Shamrock is out of the tournament because he's injured, so Farouk is advancing. Wait, and- so what's going on? Well, who... So it was it was Ahmed Johnson versus Rocky Maivia. Who won that match? Uh, the winner he didn't even announce it. So well, no, they were announcing because Ken Shamrock, if you recall, beat Farouk, but then Ken Shamrock had one night only announced, "Hey, I can't be in the tournament. I got a puncture lung. I'm injured." So right because the last because the last so Farouk uh, advanced. Raw. So yeah, this is a return. This is a return for Ahmed Johnson. So since. this wasn't even a this wasn't even a match that opened the the night. Then this was yeah, just this you. was the opener. This was the opener. Oh, they the just Rock said versus... it. Yeah, they just announced it during commentary. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so this is Ahmed Johnson's return, you know, from TV after he got his ass thrown out of the group. And, Which was like three weeks ago. Yeah, man, there's no explanation, nothing. It was very, very odd. And then during the match, I, even it's probably threw you off. You see Captain Lou Obama fucking just walking around the ring writing notes. Yeah, th- I loved that, dude. That that brought back hell memories. Like, nowhere. Captain Lou just fucking out of nowhere, and then King started freaking out. Hey, it's Lou. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was great, dude. Yeah, this article says, is he looking for another tag team to manage, or is he just blacked out drunk? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we got a scary incident here. Ahmed Johnson cut his hand, and he, you can tell. It was, uh, yeah, it wasn't the greatest. And, uh, yeah, he still went on with the match, you know. Um, and he ended that up. That dude just had the worst of luck. Dude, he did. He was, you know, he was, he had the look, just always got injured. Jesus. Yeah. Very bad for him. But, um, yeah. That's what happens when you don't fucking train that much. Nope. Nope. He was, you know, I mean, I hate to say, but he's not, you know, he's a kind of a forgotten wrestler. Like, yeah, he's there, but he's not. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't I, say forgotten. I, I remember him. I mean, I, mean, I, I remember, remember him just like, you know, but you know, like, oh, that's the guy that always got injured, you know? Yeah, yeah. His run was supposed to be something that it wasn't. Yeah. So, so but he ended up getting the win. He did the uh, Pearl River Plunge, got the win, and now he was facing Farouk in the semifinals. Yeah, the only reason they gave him the win on that one was just so they can set up that, that match with him and Farouk. Yeah. Just, you know, just to settle everything easy and to try to go through all the members and whatnot. And then we go to commercial break. We come back and Steve Austin's there like in the crowd and just barking. He says, you know, someone's going to get their ass whooped tonight. <laughs> yeah, but when Steve Austin was in the crowd, the camera couldn't even fucking find him. No, it's just panning. It was, it, the, the crowd was just going so nuts that it was just panning everywhere. And I could see him. But the cr- the camera wasn't catching yeah. up, and then it finally like kind of zoomed in yeah, on him. Yeah, you could see his really. bald head. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so. yeah, that that was great. Like Stone Cold said, you know, the doctors want me to stay out, but I guarantee you, somebody's gonna get their ass whipped tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, that crowd went off. Let me tell you. And then they they keep showing. I think like two or three times in the show, they kept showing footage. Oh, Shawn Michaels is your new WWF European champion. Um, yeah, because that was a big deal. He beat. Yes. British Bulldog in his in his hometown. Yeah, and he won every title. That was the last one he needed. Yeah, he was the first Grand Slam champion. Yeah, basically. which is a big deal. And then of course Vince McMahon comes to the ring and he's going to introduce Undertaker to hype uh, Hell in a Cell. And they even threw a little twist in there that the winner will get a championship match with Bret Hart at Survivor Series. 
Um, which is the Montreal Screwjob. Of course. Which that will be fun to, you know, when that comes <laughs> up, of course. Um, we got yeah. other stuff coming up, of course, but, you know, that's a memorable moment, of course, in history. Yeah, Bret, Bret Hart after this is not long for this world. So Taker's getting interviewed by Vince, and he's like, yeah, Judgment Day's coming for Sean and Bret. And then, you know, Shawn Michaels, like usual, I got to interrupt. Interrupt like usual, and he says, you know, I have to deal with you for all the damn time. You know, I can't believe, you know, I have to go through this to even earn a title shot. After all, I have won every WWF title in this company. He reminds us that he doesn't lay down for anybody. Unless you're a hot mama, that is, which Taker ain't. <laughs> At Hell in a Cell, Sean promises to continue being one step ahead of everybody, and he will bring pain, and Taker has to do is just show up. <laughs> yeah, and then the fans are, 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 are chanting obscenities again at him, and he again says, why don't you ask your mama who's gay? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude he had the war with the fans i mean his you know and he had you know i don't know how many times what, he got barked in the back like, hey you can't say that to the fans yeah once again this is such a different time like back then i think everybody went through that phase where they called stuff gay like that was a word that just everybody used that's you know like that's yeah, it's gay. a different time that's like gay. i mean don't get like, me wrong what we, a different time like now it's like when you say it it's like it doesn't really sound right, right? Yeah, because it's like, it's hey, not you're a... not, yeah, you know, but times have changed. I mean, yes, you do have wrestlers that will go off on fans. I mean, we heard it for Moxie where he told a fan to F off on live television. That was probably the last realest thing we got for wrestling in a long time. Yeah, and then they told him, he told him to kick his ass out of the ring. And they did. Arena. That's yeah, fucking and crazy, And they did, dude. so rightfully so. And then your fallen contest here, the Legion of Doom versus Farouk and Kama Mustafa. And, of course, what do you know? They have to bring Sonny out to just, you know, I don't know about you. I'm getting, you know, yeah, you see Sonny every time. I'm like, oh, God, what's she announcing this time? You know, yeah, so. I'm never I'm never uh, tired of seeing Sonny in this era, though. And I don't even remember this. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> she went down the never, wrong hole. Never, never get fucking tired of seeing Sonny in this era. <laughs> I don't think you're the only one. So yeah, I'm not. I guess here it says that they showed LLD like they were doing the weather for Fox News that night or that day or something. I don't remember them showing that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can clearly tell Legion of Doom is, you know, being favored in this match. You know, they're very pop. And um, quick match went for an easy DQ at two minutes and 32 seconds. They're about to do. Um, they were about to do a uh, doomsday device on Farouk, and then D'Lo Brown appears and saves the leader from the disqualification. Ahmed Johnson gets in there. You know he has his banged up hand. He tries to get in to make the save, but they get their ass kicked by the whole nation of domination. Yeah, his hands all taped up at this point. Yeah, and they just get their ass kicked. All three bodies laying on the floor. Nation, you know, ends up leaving. And then, yeah, they they start advertising for a VH, VHS tape for one night only for twenty dollars plus shipping and handling too. You won't, you can see every match from one night only, even Brett versus Taker. <laughs> Still to this day, we pay twenty dollars for DVDs. Jeez, it's just like the go to price, right? <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And then um, more footage on Madison Square Garden. They show Jimmy Snooker flying off the top of the cage onto Don Morocco. So, you know, classic. Yeah, easily classic. And you got your falling contest, which this one's going to, you know, crack me up. I know it did for you. Your another semifinals match between Owen versus Brian Pillman. <laughs> this shit was hilarious. 
Yeah, it was hilarious. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it was really bad, but it was fucking hilarious how they started out at front. Like, it was, it was like these guys were practicing. So I'll let you go ahead and get into this, but it's so fucking funny. Yeah, I so Pillman this. comes out and he's, you know, Pillman comes out with Marlena. You know, she's dressed up like, you know, how he would dress her. Um, like a gothic chick. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> he's dressing her like a goth. Yeah, so she's wearing a collar around her neck. Might not be wearing any Spike underwear. Color. Yeah, she's got a belly ring this time. At least that's what yep. that's what Jerry said. They had to do an up close on it, and he had a broken <laughs> of course arm. Jerry would notice it. Yeah, I know, right? Jerry was just on his game. <laughs> so yeah, he comes out there. He he has his, arm, his arm in his sling, swing. and he says, "Oh yeah, I fell in the bathtub, and you know, and they you can already tell he's trying to weasel his way out of it. He's like cool with Owen." You know, and Slaughter's like, you know, I come out here. He's like, well, I didn't get no evidence. I didn't have a doctor. I didn't have anything. And he throws the microphone on him and he just says, catch it. He does. And it's just so yeah. horrible. So horrible whatsoever. I thought it was great, yeah. dude. Catch this. And he caught it. He's like, you, that's just as I thought. You ain't in. And no one's like, what do you mean? He's hurt. <laughs> he's like, where's your doctor's note? Oh, it's in the car. It's in the car. <laughs> Where's your x-rays? Oh, at the hotel. At the hotel. <laughs> we'll catch this. <laughs> yeah, here. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Catch this. <laughs> Throws the microphone at him. He catches it. Moves his arm all crazy. Yeah. He's like, just as I thought. And they're like, well, fuck you guys it. Will, you guys will wrestle or you're both disqualified. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, fuck it. I guess or no, no, he said you're, you wrestle or you're, or neither one of you are going to be wrestling in the WWF ever again. Which, you know, they're like, eh, hell with it. You know, so they shook hands. You know, everything's going fine. You know, and then, like, at one point... They're just going super slow, though. They're wrestling. Yeah, they're just they're taking like, their sweet-ass time. They're giving each other these little bumps and then pinning each other and then kicking out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just, it, it, everything's going just fine until uh, until Marlena fucking hits Owen Hart with something. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was, it was like the, the purse, purse or something. something, and he gets pissed yeah. off. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then they just start going at it. And then next thing you know, Goldust comes out and he goes right after Dude, they started going hard, though, yes. when, they, when they did go at it. Like, yeah. Owen was moving fucking fast. Yeah, he's like, I need to get that. His ass. Yeah. <laughs> so that shit was good, dude. I actually liked how that how that broke out. Oh, yeah, easily. And then, you know. And then Goldust out of nowhere ends up coming in and <laughs> fucking up Brian Pillman. Owen, uh, Brian Pillman takes the, the victory. Yeah, and Owen's like, I did it, Brett. <laughs> He's just chatting for him, and yeah. So they try to get gold dust. They try to restrain him. You got referees. You got agents. He's trying to go after Pillman and Merlin. They ended up, you know, they ended up uh, getting away. And you know, like like I said, yeah. Owens looks like just taunting, like, "Hey, I did it, Brett. I'm gonna win this title that I lost." So wait, Owen took the victory on this. Yes. How did that happen when fucking uh, Gold Dust went after? Because no, he Brian went after Pillman. Owen. He oh, Owen. he did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this next thing he's doing with Goldust runs and pops Owen in the back of the head. Oh, okay. That makes more sense, though. So, so yeah, he's like, well, without him, he couldn't have come this far. Thank you, Brett. He also thanks all the fans from New York, also thanks everybody from Canada. And then with his back turned, Steve Austin runs down with the hard shot and puts the boot on him. They. <laughs> You got the police department trying to get on top of him. You know, he's just, Austin is like very fired up. It was, you know, the crowd is on fire. And, 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 the, and the cops are about to arrest him. Vince McMahon yeah. then gets into the ring and, and says, what are you doing, Austin? These fans only care about you. We care about you. Yeah. Stop, get a hold of stop yourself. doing this. Yeah, get a hold of yourself. You can't compete in WWF because of your neck. If you keep competing, you're going to get paralyzed. We're going to see you saying, in a wheelchair. You, 
you got to just go through the system. <laughs> you got to go through the system. Yeah. Just work Stone within Cold, the system. Stone Cold says, <laughs> Stone Cold says a couple of things and then fucking stuns McMahon. And that's the infamous stunner where McMahon is literally stunned and he's selling it like he's having a fucking seizure <laughs> yeah. on the ground. Yeah, right. And before he's like, so great. he's like, yeah, you know, you're the only one that from the WWF cares. But then he tells him, Kiss my ass. And then he just gives him the stunner that's just yeah, heard around the world. Kiss my ass. Boom. Then stunner. They, yeah, I loved it. Yep. They try to get him in the, they try to put him in handcuffs. He flips off Austin or Vince. And, you know, Jerry's over there like, oh, thank God. <laughs> even, well, even Jim Ross is like, get him out of here. Get him out yeah, of here. Yeah, Jim Ross is like, I hate him. And then Jerry's just chatting for it. Yeah. That shit is great. Yeah, and then this is like the start of like, all right, Austin, Vince, it's it's getting there, you know, it's gonna get developed a lot better. And man, it's just it's just so fun, fun whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. this this was a fun Austin segment. All, all the other ones leading up to this, I felt like, oh man, we're just kind of going through the motions. But this one was like, all right, now we're starting to get cooking with Austin three sixteen yeah, versus mean, Vic, uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, you took out Slaughter, you took out Jr. Jerry, now Vince. I'm, you know, you keep going out there. Heart Foundation. The cops seem to can't catch him any of the time. Oh, he got arrested this time though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and now we are. Excuse me, we are in the war zone, second hour. How are we starting off war zone? Yeah, so they do recaps of like what happened with, uh, they keep showing it a number of times of Stone Cold stuttering uh, Vince, and it's just, you know, one of the greatest segments there whatsoever. And then another fun one, I, I, I pop for this. So we have a match that was announced earlier. It was Dude Love versus Hunter Hearst Assembly in a uh, false con anywhere. You know, it's just so funny. So Hunter comes out like usual, you know, comes out like usual. And then you have Dude Love, like, talk to them, you know. This is that infamous segment where where Dude oh. Love is is on the Titan Tron. He's on the Titan Tron, and... and He's supposed to be coming out for a match against Hunter Hearst Helmsley mm-hmm. in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Dude Love is on the Titan Tron and says, Whoa, Daddy, these Falls Count Anywhere matches ain't really my bag, baby. <laughs> Ooh, mercy. But I, but I know who is. I know who is all about it. It's my main dude, Mankind. What's up? And then Mankind comes up on the screen. So now you got two of them on the screen. Mankind's in there, and he's... <laughs> yeah, are you, talking what I, say, are you thinking what I what you're thinking? I think I am thinking what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I am thinking what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, just, dude. Just and and then uh, they they announce Cactus Jack, and Cactus Jack walks onto the screen. And this is the first time the WWF audience gets to see Cactus Jack, which is the third persona. And the of, crowd of, went wild. Yeah, Not because even this is. <laughs> Well, no, well, they, I mean, they knew, knew, but they knew because this is the crowd that got ECW. Yeah, the whole crowd started chanting ECW right away. Oh, easily. This was really fun to relive because I don't remember them chanting ECW because back in 1997, I did not watch ECW. I was not preview to uh, ECW. I just didn't know about them. So, um, this this led me to go back and watch some old tapes. I ended up finding some old tapes and watching some old ECW shit of Cactus Jack. And I actually did remember Cactus Jack not from ECW, but I remember Cactus Jack from WCW. Okay. 
So early, that's early, that's yeah. yeah. So I actually remembered him from that, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" That was the first time that the bell rung in my head, and I was like, "That's the same guy. He plays Mankind too." Like I didn't know that, <laughs> like until this moment. But this this was the so crowd fucking got awesome, hot. Dude. This was a perfect way to start the second hour. This was match of the night for sure dude, it because was. these guys came out there and they they were beating the shit out of yeah, each other. Yeah, he comes out with trash cans. He whacks Hunter. Like midway down the ramp, you, like you said, a ECW chant breaks out. The crowd is just hot. You know, he starts ripping up the floors, you know, for the show, all the concrete on the bottom. And man, it's just so crazy. My wife actually watched this episode of Raw with me. So when she seen this one, she was like, oh shit. Like she was like, yeah, even, like even she China was popping when it came to like, yeah, she was popping when it came down to the concrete moves and shit and the back body drop onto that steel ramp. Um, and, and even the, the, the table break when he pile driving him through the table for the victory, like that shit looked like it hurt bad. Oh yeah. That's going straight t- onto steel. Oh, like, I know. There's no, there's no give. They, on they used everything. They used fire extinguishers, you know, they, you know, I even like the old, like just the footage of just the, the camera, cameraman just going to the back. And at one point he thinks he ended up winning the match. So he's just taunting like, I won the match. Wait, <laughs> he knows. Yeah. No, it was a two. What do you mean talking about? You know? Yeah. That, that, Table spot in general was awesome, you know. I think that this was Hunter's best match of his career up to this point. Like up to this point, this was probably the bet one of the better matches that he had had. Yeah, because I can't remember him having like something that entertaining. Easily, before. yeah, not too long of a match, but it, it worked. It was very solid. It had everything. it was perfect. It, it had was like the perfect, perfect number timing. of weapons. You had a little. Bit How long did butt. this match run? Do you have a time run? Nine minutes and seventeen seconds, dude. For nine minutes and seventeen seconds, I was like entertained to my core like this shit was so good and it was the right amount of time they hit each other with the right amount of stuff and and this is coming from somebody who watches deathmatch wrestling today so like this this they made everything mean something yeah they brought from, the ecw from the, the concrete mm-hmm. from the the um, trash can to the table, everything meant something in this match, and it was really good to watch. Yeah, for nine minutes easily. That, that shit was. You perfect. had snow shovels, like a, you know, just other different weapons, and then that, that table spot, you know, very fantastic. Took like a champ, and yeah, it agrees on here. Holmesy's best match to date, a monumental match for the time as well. Since they had nothing, since they've never been anything like this ever on Raw, that was you know pretty damn good. I think. Yeah, that was like one of the first hardcore matches, huh? Yeah, just about, you know, fantastic, you know, so, oh, man, I would, you know, this is just like a, just a flash from the past whatsoever scene. Yeah, so this is what we were talking about earlier when I was like, I did not know that it was this raw that this happened on. Yeah. Yeah, this one. So I'm so glad that we got to relive this because this this moment uh, with Cactus Jack coming out and the three faces of Foley all on the screen together, that shit was perfect, dude. Yeah, you, I love mm-hmm. that moment. It's such a fun Everything moment. sequence. You go from Stone Cold, you know, going after Vince to this, you know, what a perfect sequence. You thought, oh, let's get the crowd hotter in the sequence. You bring Cactus Jack, gets the victory. Very awesome. And match. China sold like a motherfucker in this yeah, match, too. She did damn good. She, she did excellent, dude. Yeah, she did very excellent whatsoever. Yeah, um, it, this was good. So we got this a, was a lot of fun. So we got a commercial break. We got a commercial break, and then they show up, you know, Madison Square Garden moments once again. Um, coming from the first WrestleMania, it was Andre Giant slamming Big John Stud. And, man, it always gets to me. Andre's, like, throwing the money to the crowd, and 
Bobby Hinn's like, hey, what are you doing? And he kind of takes the bag and runs off with it. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Bobby Hinn. And I, I loved him and Gorilla Monsoon, uh, Gorilla Monsoon together. Those two on commentary yeah. were perfect. Yeah, miss them very much. Miss them. And then, <clears throat> so we so we go back to the ring. Shawn Michaels like says, oh, the hell with it. I'm calling Undertaker out. He gets a steel, steel chair out, you know. We're still, you know, eventually it's going to come down. The D-Generation X is coming. Um, you know, Triple H is out there, Rick Rude, China. You know, he wants he wants, he wants, wants to get Undertaker. They want to beat his ass. So that's later on, you know. And then we have a, I believe this was the main event, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this is the main event, which the main event, well, how everything went, was fantastic. So we had Bret Hart versus Goldust. Um, non-title match, and before before Britt gets in the ring, gets on the microphone, confronts both challengers, says, "I don't care, you know, I'm not afraid of Undertaker." As for Sean, his days are numbered after what he did to the Bulldog at one not only. He says, "I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best that will be." And New York City knows that, and yeah, you know it. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. shit. And he threw the he mic said down. it with compassion easily. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that was is- a, that was I, I felt like that was a pretty good Brett promo, and this match was actually really good, and and Goldust fucking brought the heat in this. Oh, he did. He even had like I think what didn't he have like a he had a different face paint style, wasn't it like half black or yeah? So he's painting his face half uh half and half right now because half of him is missing because he doesn't have Marlena right, so mm-hmm. he's painting his face half, and then on the other half it was black and it had the Pillman logo. Yes, yes, I right noticed there. that. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. you're just working it very nicely." Um, He's telling a fucking story right here. Yeah, Gold Dust, Gold Dust was great back then. So this is something that I was gonna ask you. So Brett does this almost. I don't know how many times he does the figure four where he's on the outside and does it to someone, pulls them over to the to like the to the ring post. Yeah, yeah. Should they do that nowadays in wrestling? Because they, I don't think they do that. I know there's a lot of. I mean, like you can't. Pull a wrestler right Well, they've always it. sold it like it's like one of the most painful things in the world. Because I don't know if you've ever been put in a figure four, a legit shoot figure four. That shit fucking Oh, I, I bet it does. So imagine stretching that figure four like if you've had, like whenever, if, if you've ever had it put on, imagine that pain like tenfold because the pain is shooting up your calf and your knee. Mm. So that's that's what the figure four is hitting on. Mostly your calf. It's kind of like a calf cutter. Right. Uh if if you were to use something like that in MMA, you wouldn't really be able to get it get it on an MMA uh just because it's it's an easy move to break up. Yeah. In in, in real life. But in but, wrestling, you know, it's a different But yeah, in wrestling, if you shoot hook that shit on to where somebody couldn't get out of it, you're fucking their calf up. It's like a calf cut. Yeah. And and if you're leaning over that post, I couldn't imagine the pain then because now you're stretching your oh, knee and your calf. And I wish and they would do that nowadays, and I know they don't do yeah, that. Yeah, I've always liked they that. They don't I've do that. I know it was like a disqualification. Like you can't, you know, drag someone you to it. You have to count them to five. That and the other thing was like drag someone to it and give them like a low blow, but using the post. They don't want to do that anymore. If you do, it's a disqualification. They don't even instrument. They don't even utilize that anymore. But yeah. It yeah. was very good contest. Nine minutes and fifty three seconds. Um, you know, Goldust is getting close to getting a chance to beat him, but you know, Brett ends up getting the sharpshooter for the win. And you know, so yeah, gets up the win and right as soon. Um, I believe midway through the match, Sean was at the ramp. If I'm not mistaken, he just watching the match. As soon as the match ends, he comes in and attacks Brett. 
And then you get Jim Knight out of nowhere. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, random as fuck because we haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, he gets in there, does a big-ass fight. Undertaker gets down, and I've never, you know, I've heard JR get crazy sometimes. This is the time he went off. He was very in love with The Undertaker. Yeah. He just says, The Undertaker's here! The Undertaker! <laughs> and then they went off the air. Yeah. He uh, he ends up doing a double choke slam. I forgot to. Oh, Brett and Sean. And yeah, then, Brett and Sean. He does the double choke slam, and that's when they went off the air. Yeah, it says right here. The Undertaker storms down to the ring, and as everybody clears out, except for Brett and Sean, he gets them up for a double choke slam. Oh, but we're out of time. See you next week. <laughs> yep, that's what it is, too. Just oh, I love that shit, dude. That those were good cliffhangers. Yeah, very very excellent way to end the show. You know, it's always cool. Like when they always have like those end of you know end of the brawls. You have one person getting their ass kicked after a match, and then you got a faction coming, and you got this person, and then person, and one person just comes in and clears the whole room out. I've always been a fan of those. Always. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it, it. Was a fun raw, dude. This was a jam jam packed raw. I can't wait to see what the the buildup is to this bad blood because pretty soon we're going to get Kane and bad blood. I really want to do like a bonus podcast of us just watching that match alone. Just that hell in a cell. Like we don't need to watch anything else on that pay-per-view card. I just want to watch yeah, that. Hell it's in a cell. like iconic. It's in history. You know, I mean, besides, you know, Kane is, you know, the mayor of Knoxville, which is crazy to think that he goes from this to that. It's crazy that how that went down, but, yeah, maybe we will do that. We'll we'll do a bonus podcast where we we, we t- do the Hell in a Cell. We'll release it Tuesday and then release the 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 aftermath of that Monday Night Raw on on Wednesday. So we'll do two two in a row. Fine by that. We got a lot of wrestling. You know, by the time you guys hear this next week, we got tons of wrestling that's gone by. So that's going to be a bonus to even watch. It's you know. Yep, we've it, already it's plugged it on the, the show next. Yeah. Next week, we will be talking about uh, AEW All Out. We'll be talking about this dynamite that's going to be happening tonight. Uh, we'll be talking about Monday Night Raw and Clash of the Castle. Uh, lots of wrestling, man. Lots of wrestling to be covering. Um, can't wait, dude. All Out this Sunday. Uh, what are you most looking forward to seeing on that All Out card, James? You know what? It's it's going to be It's the interesting thing of how the Punk, the punk and, and uh Moxley thing is gonna go down if there's gonna be a big surprise if we're gonna not get anything. Um I'm kinda anticipating how the crowd I know the crowd's gonna be very CM Punk like. Um Yeah, we're we're in Chicago, so Yeah, yeah. Um you know, I have to give a look to the you know what? There's there's I don't know. I mean I know the Trios tournament, I know you and Michael have gone off about it a number of times. Um I mean, besides like the Moxley match, you know, I know we haven't heard anything, but that's the speculation that they're going to fight again. I'm waiting to see if MJF shows up. Yeah, I think that's what everyone's waiting for. Um, you know, I'm uh, probably the casino ladder match. Those are always cool. Um, the Jericho. I also ver- want to see the Motor City Machine Guns in an AEW. Yeah, that was very random, but you know, I enjoy that. Um, I kind of want to see what Jungle Boy can do with Christian Cage. I want to see how much he can develop. He's been doing a lot better. He used to get, you know, a lot of shit for just doing wrestling. Couldn't really talk into Mike, and this elevated him. Um, even the the Jericho versus Brian Danielson match. Now, I know a lot of people. That are, match I'm looking forward to. Yes, and I know a lot of people are going to bash on saying, oh, it's two WWE guys. Yeah, but we're just seeing, we're getting the Lionheart again one more time against yep. Brian Danielson. 
I don't think that Chris Jericho ever faced Brian Danielson in WWE, did he? NXT when they were doing like that. Uh, well, I think it was like NXT season one, and you had like trainers, or you had some sort of. Oh, like, okay, yeah, see that shit one. don't count though. That was that when wasn't like that built, was when he that was, wasn't like a built up serious match or anything. yeah, no, that was like the first time like they were showing Brian uh, Daniel Bryan on on WWE television. He was paired with the Miz. And they were having yeah. their feuding going on. He was on Miz's team. I forgot yeah. who Jericho had, but you know that this is you know long time coming. Um, some we you know there's some oddball matches that I think all out is kind of odd for the 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 Swerve in our glory versus the Acclaim. I thought that was weird. They just threw that in. There. I hope the Acclaim take this. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I mean, what do you? I mean, I assume a heel turn is going to happen with the two, but see what happens. Uh, the women's world championship. I would think they're gonna keep it the same way with Tony winning, but I don't know. Um, but it, yeah, I think the MJF thing is is the most most. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Athena too. Athena has to win that. One. They see, yeah, they see, I think it's time. I think you I think know. It's time. Yeah, it has to be because I don't know who else. I mean, unless they put her in a different match type, they haven't. Uh, that I've said to you guys, and I don't even know if anybody answered. Has she ever been in a? Different kind of match besides tag matches. Has she been in the triple threat or a fatal four way? I don't think she has. So uh, I don't think so. Not not in not in AEW. No. Okay. Well, yeah. I think this is the one that Athena needs to get the W. I think so. She needs to win the title. Um. So, uh, you know, very very fun whatsoever. Um. For Clash of the Castle, you know, let's see what happens. There's there's rumors that they keep talking about that they want to drop the titles off of Roman either one or two, and they don't know who's it going to be. So is it going to be Drew? Is it going to be Austin Theory? What I wonder what's going to happen with that. Just just the international pay per view. I want to see how this goes for WWE. I know they've the, done. Yeah, there's Saudi. a lot of interesting things going on this week, man. I'm really excited to see it. I'm not going to be able to catch Clash at the Castle or Clash at the Castle rather um, on time on Saturday because it's a 10 p.m. Our time. 10 a.m. Or 10 a.m. Sorry, 10 a.m. Our time. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to fucking watch that. Like, I'm not going to wake up Saturday morning and I might be up for wrestling. that all out. I'm going to see, have to see either I'm going to a barbecue that day at the beach because Labor Day is the day after. Well, all so. out, we're hosting uh, at Michael at Michael's house. We're doing all out this year at Michael's house. Good friend of the show, Frodo, is going to be there. Um, it's going to be good times, lots of drinks. Whatsoever, all three of us need to be here, and that's what we're going to make it a guarantee. We need to all be here and talk. All three, oh, yes, all, yes. All for sure. Raw, you know, whatever the biggest thing. Who do you think is going to be, have the bigger outbreak? Is it going to be AEW? Is it going to be WWE? What's going to get the bigger Oh, it's, it's going to be AEW. Fucking All Out's going to eat that. Like, clash like the is the MJF return going to be bigger than a Roman drop in the title? Uh, yes. Okay. We haven't seen him, Jeff, in a while. I, I'm I, dude. I hope fucking Roman doesn't drop the title. That uh, I don't want to see Drew McIntyre win. I'm sorry. I just unless I'm you not have Theory, it. that's the only thing I can think is Theory. Uh, I, I at this point, I'd probably rather have Theory because we haven't seen him as champ. I mean, he's been getting his ass kicked every week, so I think they're going to pay him back in some capacity. Uh, yeah, we'll have to just see what happens, man. But. Until next week, man, we got lots of wrestling to cover. Guys, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Follow us on Twitter at TPWS Podcast. Go to our YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube. It's growing like a motherfucker, James. I don't know if you've looked at it, but we got a lot of subscribers now, man. Pretty good number. Uh, I'm excited about it considering we don't do shit on YouTube anymore. <laughs> like, we we got to get on there and uh, do a do a live stream of some sort here soon. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, a, maybe a Raw aftermath. 
math or something. Maybe we'll watch Monday Night Raw and get on there late. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work we'll something to, we'll out. It's something. been a while. It's been a while. We're all busy, you know, here and there. We'll do our best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out, man. We'll we'll do a live stream of some sort over on YouTube. But, guys, go subscribe over there. We are still releasing videos. We just haven't been doing live streams. So once I come up with another good video, I'll, I'll be uploading that. Uh, the, the views are strong, man. I mean, we get a lot of attention over there on our YouTube channel. Our highest video so far is, I think, almost 13K. So that's that's pretty fucking good for a little a little video, man. Right. Like, uh, I know that's not a lot compared to some of these content creators out there, but 13K means a lot to me, and I appreciate every single one of you guys. So until next week, I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Pinard Jr. and Michael Martinez, and we will see you right here next week on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Show. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Show. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Show. It's about to get exciting. Pro Wrestling Show. How long is this going to last?